Are you someone who is fascinated by all the pregnancy, childbirth, and motherhood stuff few people talk about because they're too embarrassed? If so, welcome to the motherload of all things taboo, or at least really wild and interesting. The Asking for a Pregnant Friend podcast is based off the book of the same name and dives in to all of the pregnancy, birth, and mothering topics that make many people blush or scratch their heads. I do all the boring research so you don't have to and bring you interviews with the leading experts and the topics I cover. I also share all the things about myself, Bailey Gaddis. I'm all about TMI. You'll also hear stories from brave women who gave permission to have their stories shared. So come along, my friend, on a journey into the beautiful underbelly of making, growing, and raising babies. constantly fighting with your partner during pregnancy number one you are not alone pregnancy can make us kind of hate our partners sometimes it is just an unfortunate byproduct of this magical time but a lot of women are really worried that the baby can hear them that you know the baby is being emotionally scarred during the fighting so let's dig into this let's see if there's any truth to that so when i was pregnant i argued a lot with my now husband i would actually wrap a blanket around my stomach when we would argue you know thinking that this would would protect our son from our very unperfect relationship and i luckily quickly discovered that i didn't need to be as worried you know about what our son heard in utero as about the stress hormones that he was exposed to and before we get all stressed out about being stressed, remind yourself that it is impossible, impossible to have a completely stress-free pregnancy, you know, where only rainbows and unicorns and smiles pass through the placenta. You know, stressor hormones are a normal part of life, but regularly elevated levels of those stressor hormones they don't have to be a part of normal life. And that's what could lead to some issues for the baby. So, so why do so many women experience elevated levels of stress during pregnancy? So obviously, you know, tension with a partner, that can be a big factor, you know, as your body and so many aspects of your life and your partner's life change or prepare for change, it's normal to, to argue about finances, about shifting priorities, sex, wet towels on the floor, <laughs> and, and, you know, so much more. All of those aspects of, of life and those factors of, of living, cohabitating with another human. Um, and for many of us, you know, our partner is our, our rock. You know, we typically see them as our emotional and, and sometimes physical support. So when it feels like they're our adversary, we can crack. And when I was in my, my second trimester and my husband's was in the throes of graduate school, he had a total meltdown 
one evening while I was partaking in a lovely perineal tissue massage and he started to sigh really loudly. Has your partner ever done that? The, (sighs) (sighs) I may just keep sighing until you say, hey, what's wrong? But I didn't say that. I, I was focused on stretching out my vagina so a head could fit through it. So his sighs then turned to grunts and I just snapped. I just told him, just, just say it. Just like say what's bothering you. If I hear you sigh one more time, I'm going to lose my mind. And I yelled this from the, the bathroom and then it happened. He totally erupted in complaints and tears and eyebrow raises, which is almost as bad as the sign. You know, the pressure of school, of working full time, of of looming parenthood was too much for him. He didn't think he can do it. And he was terrified. And, you know, rightly so. It's intense. It's a lot of big changes. And, you know, usually in normal circumstances, I would have seen that as, you know, a cry for help. I would have let him vent and I would have, you know, been a, an active listener. But in this situation, I was pretty much the opposite of all of that. I was pregnant and he wasn't. And so in that moment, I really felt like he was just trying to make my life harder, that he was implying that pregnancy was more difficult for him. Ha. And I just went off. I yelled, I cried, I blamed, and then he left. It was, it was probably the worst fight we had ever had. And I was a mess. And I was convinced that he was never coming back, that my son and I would have to forge ahead alone. I was, I was shaking and my son was going crazy in my uterus. So something had to change, you know, while, while Eric and I would obviously argue again, I had to make a plan for, you know, keeping things civil. My, my body and my baby in that moment were giving really clear signals that, that what had just happened was, was toxic for everybody involved. And so after my husband and I reconciled, I made a list of, of how to avoid that toxicity in the future. And that's, you know, what I'll go over in the in the what to do portion of this of this episode. And I also researched the effects of high levels of stress on a fetus. Um, and it wasn't it wasn't great. You know, when a pregnant woman is regularly in fight or flight mode, cortisol, adrenaline, um, epinephrine, and other stressor hormones completely flood the body. And according to a study published in the journal Frontiers in Human Neuroscience, a fetus's exposure to these hormones could potentially cause symptoms of anxiety, depression, increased um, stress reactivity later in life. And there was another study published in the journal Women in Birth. They found that maternal stress could increase the risk for preterm birth. And the final study I'll, I'll drop is it was published in um, Obstetric Medicine, and they found that prenatal stress 
could result in lower birth rate and impact the, the child's learning and memory later in life. And, and for mom, they found that high levels of stress can lead to anxiety or depression, headaches, nausea, cramping, digestive issues, sleep issues, pretty much just more pregnancy <laughs> symptoms. And so when I read about these risks, I felt so guilty. You know, I was certain that my, that one fight with my husband was going to lead to like irreparable damage for, for my baby. But this is where I want us to pause and and remember that, you know, while studies like that might be frightening, they are not saying that our babies are doomed to have a challenging life just because we're occasionally stressed or just because every now and then we might have some giant blowout argument with with our spouse or our, our partner. And so after I calmed down, I, I actually saw those potential risks as, you know, encouragement, encouragement to to do everything I could to, to limit my stress, to, to work, to really work the, the de-stressor list that I made. And, and remember that, you know, while prenatal stress isn't dire, it, it should be avoided as much as we can. So, so how do we do that? Number one, we, we do that by empowering ourselves to take back some control over our stress levels and to create a more harmonious relationship with our partners. Um, and I want to take this moment to, to also pause and, and note that if the fighting you're experiencing contains, you know, even a drop of emotional or physical abuse, it's really important to seek support. Um, the, the National Domestic Violence Hotline that you can find at thehotline.org. Again, thehotline.org. It offers guidance, referrals for women who are experiencing domestic abuse or, or wondering whether certain aspects of their relationship are unhealthy. It's best to seek this help now um, because as much as we would hope that the birth of a baby would heal, you know, a deeply fractured relationship, it, it usually does the opposite. And you and your baby deserve an environment of emotional and physical safety and support. So again, go to thehotline.org if you think you might be experiencing some emotional or physical abuse. Okay, so now going into... Other ways, you know, if you don't feel like you're experiencing any abuse, but you just, you know, feel like your relationship has a lot of tension, is creating stress, what can we do? So first and foremost, make a list of everything that stresses you out. Um, and not just about your partner, everything. But when you do get to, you know, how your partner stresses you out, be really specific about the topics that you often argue about and the triggers that you feel like you both have. And what this exercise does is it takes the mystery out of your relationship stress and it gives you a really great jumping off point for, for resolution and eventual maintenance. And with your list in hand, then move into trying out the following argument and stress reduction tools. So pausing. When you feel your anger sparked, it can be so helpful to resist the urge to vent. Instead, take a pause by, by going to a private space, 
taking 10 deep breaths and, and then looking at what's going on. You know, is your partner being a total jerk or are you just reading into what they're saying or doing? Are they doing something that requires a talk or did they do something that, that you can just let go of because your reaction's coming from something else that's going on with you? Um, like maybe a, an argument you had earlier in the day with your mom, for example. So take a second, take a second before you pounce on that opportunity to argue. This can feel really awkward the first few times you do it and and if your partner's not used to it they they may respond by trying to um, get you to react immediately but if you can stick with it you can likely keep those stress levels in check and avoid unneeded disputes so again just when you're triggered say hey i i need to go to the bathroom really quick hold that thought Go take that pause in the bathroom, take those deep breaths and assess what is happening. Next, fill your partner in on what it's like to be pregnant. You know, so many of the fights I had with my husband revolved around him not understanding what I was going through. You know, I thought he should just know what it's like to have cankles and constant nausea and pretty much constantly shifting hormones and emotions to be freaked out by the idea of pushing a human out of your body but but he just he didn't know he didn't get it so finally i told him <laughs> a novel idea right so i i recommend that you do the same with your person you know tell them all of the nitty-gritty details of what your pregnancy experience is like get really specific about what you're going through and then get really specific about how they can help and, and remind them that this is a really tender time for you and that you, you need them to cut you a lot of slack. Next, engage in the ancient art of the compliment sandwich. <laughs> so partners can be really irritating and, and sometimes incredibly hurtful, which means that there will be times when you need to speak up. And because all humans, regardless of what they say, have sensitive egos and you can avoid you know that classic critique backlash by using a compliment sandwich so here's one that i remember using a lot when my son was a baby i would say you know hey hun i i love your dedication to surfing it is so awesome how happy it makes you how happy you are afterwards and, you know, while I want you, of course, to have time to do that, it would be great if you could, you know, just like shorten those surf sessions by an hour or so. Maybe you could try to be back in two hours instead of three. You know, we would really love having you around. It's it's so amazing to see more of you. Hudson loves being with you and blah, blah, blah. Kind of cheesy, but it usually worked really well. Um, and the times I forgot about this and threw out the like, you know, you're so selfish for being gone for so long and blah, blah, blah. He would usually get mad and then leave for longer periods of time. So say yes to the compliment sandwich. 
It's also important to practice gratitude maintenance. So the longer we are paired with another human, the easier it is to see their annoying qualities more and more and their lovely ones less and less. And this can breed a lot of contempt in a relationship. And one of the quickest ways to replace that contempt with appreciation is for you and your partner to make a list of 10 things you appreciate about one another. And and it can be really specific, you know, like, I I love the way that you make a smoothie or you're really skilled with your tongue. And when you have your lists, read them to each other. You know, don't don't follow this up with things that you don't appreciate. You know, just sit in the space of gratitude with each other for a few moments. And when you guys feel that contempt creeping back into your relationship, repeat this exercise. Um, another simple but super effective strategy is to give hugs. It's really hard to hold on to, to stress and irritation when, when we engage in a long hug with somebody that ultimately we do love so much. Um, and, you know, while it's lovely to embrace after you've resolved a conflict, you can also do something wild and initiate this hug mid-argument. You know, so if you feel yourself spinning out or notice an argument is becoming really unproductive, step forward and just ask your partner if you can hug them. And then if they give the, their consent, do it. You know, make it a long one. Hold the embrace until you feel them and yourself soften. And, and this can really be one of the simplest and most effective ways to hit that reset button. And so, you know, regarding non-partner related stress, studies have found that singing actually helps to control cortisol levels. So when you feel your stress escalating, turn on your favorite song and sing along. Um, and, you know, when all seems merry and bright, pregnancy hormones can dump a whole load of stress on you. So when this happens, wind down from that tension by, you know, meditating, taking a warm bath, getting a prenatal massage, acupuncture, going for a walk, listening to some good old Inya, or, you know, doing anything that helps your mind and body release. And it can be really great to engage in at least one of these activities at least every day, even when you're not feeling particularly stressed. It's just kind of good mental health maintenance. And finally, ask your partner to do all of the above with you. Because as much as we try to shield ourselves from our partner's moods, they still impact us. So, you know, get your person to, to utilize some of the same argument soothers and stress relievers you're trying um, because it can help you both land in this beautiful space of emotional equilibrium. Are you newly pregnant and overwhelmed by the prospect of navigating this journey? Are you hoping to find calm, empowerment, and transformation, but don't know how to make that happen? Enter the book, Feng Shui Mommy, Creating Balance and Harmony for Blissful Pregnancy, Childbirth, and Motherhood. This book is a holistic companion for pregnant women who wish to awaken their spirit, harness the true potential of their mind, and nourish their body before, during, and after childbirth. 
This book provides in-depth guidance through all four trimesters, offering specific suggestions for mind, body, and spirit nourishment. It allows mothers to welcome delight and curiosity into the journey while embracing each phase with purpose and calm, and even a sense of fun. You can get your copy from Amazon or from Barnes & Noble, Target, and everywhere else books are sold. Whoa, whoa, whoa.